Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Welcome to 2020 on the Mental Mom Show. Woo! Woo! Are you so tired of hearing things like, are you having 2020 vision? Yeah. Or am I, are you, am I the only one on those websites or no, pages? No, you were or... the only one making dumb dad jokes well, about it. Well, Keisha, our good, good friend, Keisha, she's, she, she said, she came up with like something like 2020 vision, not knowing that it had already been come up with. And I love you, Keisha. I'm not making fun of you because she's an avid listener. Well, I think pretty much and I thought anything it was brilliant. you think somebody, think of, somebody's already thought of. Nobody came up with the Mental Mom show. I did mm-hmm. research. Oh, well. I was or the, they were just lazy and didn't put it into motion. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah. Yes, new, new 2020. Year. We joined a gym. Again. Again. This, this is the year, babe. It's gonna yeah, happen. We are. We're, we're going to it. to the Planet Fitness. We're following into that stereotype. Yeah, we're gonna be those people who show up in January, but we're gonna keep showing up. Yeah. All year. I did go a little bit last year, but yeah. not as much as I should have. You had a real good workout program when you lived in Chicago. Yeah, things have been weird since I got back here. But... It's hard to get back in the routine once you have a good routine and then you fall off of it for whatever reason. Like I trained for a half marathon. I did a half two half marathons like 15 years ago and I just after the after I ran them I was like eh, okay I got out of the routine well didn't they say it takes like two weeks to start a habit it's 21 days to start a habit all right yeah that's what it is and then two weeks to break it and I have no scientific like validation that. for that I don't know where that came from I just heard it somewhere well I've heard it before yeah, somebody else has said it but and I've getting, done it. getting the off the ground and actually starting it that's the hardest part well that's what i did when it's i it's really easy to break it it is when i was trained for the half marathon um 15 years ago uh i bring it up because i think casey and i are going to sign up for one together yeah May. we talked about that yeah but i did a 21 day countdown so in my journal when i and i was successful with it i was like okay i'm just gonna do this walk run thing five days a week I'm going to try to go for every day for 21 days, but then I ended up doing, you know, I'd miss a day or two here or there, but for 21 days, I was really consistent, and then I just kept with it, Yeah. and I actually went from not being a runner at all to doing, like, nine to ten minute miles, which is, like, That's not bad. decent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to start doing that again, I think. You should. Yeah. 21 days. You can do it. We'll see. I hate being that person, though, who's, like... It's the new year. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I, like, I'm always working on myself. You're always working on yourself. It's just nice to have like a fresh start, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, when people like set these astronomical goals and then they get upset. No, there's they things that them. I just know I need to do a better job of making more important than I did before. Yeah. Or like. What you mean in the new year? Yeah. Like, it's stuff I've 
reprioritizing. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I yeah. nailed it. There you go. Someday when we have a YouTube channel, everyone could have just seen what I did with my hands. Yeah, we're going to work on that too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, 2020. So anyway, how are you feeling, Casey Harper? Let's I'm do a feelings check-in. Better now that school and stuff is back in. What kind of school are you talking about? Your school? Like children's the school. The children's school that you now live with? Winter break is too long. It, winter break is long. I'm going to stop you right there, though. Because I have a whole bunch planned on that topic that you don't even okay. know about. So we'll just say this. You're recouping, recovering from your very first yeah. well, living this, with school-age children that, during the holidays. Yeah, and this past week was like the first, you know, quote-unquote normal week. Like back to school week. And work schedules being normal and mm -hmm. no holidays of, you know. That's just everything. I guess it's everything nice. got thrown off. Isn't it nice, kind of getting back in the that routine? Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm glad that it's. I had so much getting back fun, to normal. Though. Your parents got to meet my parents. That was for the first time. That was fun. Yeah, that was a real good time. It seemed like they'd time. known each other forever. Yeah, I think we just have parents that can talk. Yeah, and I think they both come from like huge families, or they all come from big families. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then. Um, my girls got to meet lots of your family for the first time at, was it Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had them for Christmas this year. Yeah. And we went to a Roaring Twenties mm -hmm. um, New Year party, adult party. Yeah. I cannot believe time. that there was beer pong. Everyone, like, we were all dressed up fancy and playing beer pong. Yeah. It was actually pretty fun. I hadn't done that in a long time. Oh, well, good. And I suck at it, don't I? You're not that bad. You were helping me. You and our friends, they were helping me with the yeah. wrist play. I, no, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So thanks, Butch and Jess, our good friends, for having such a fun Roaring Twenties party. Yeah. It was fun dressing up. It was. Did you like my huge feather headband thing? Yeah, you looked really good. You had everything you needed Thank for you. a 20s party. Except for the long fake cigarette. I really wanted to get one of those, but they were all sold out oh. at Party City. You had the coat. I did have, I wore my grandmother, left me, I have her fur coat. Yeah. It's a real fur coat. It's massive, too. I only bring it out on special occasions. Um, the most, everything else I own is faux. Uh-huh. Because it's real. This it real. is real, and it yeah. weighs like 50 pounds. Yeah. But yeah, I got that thing out. It's the real deal. And Casey bought his first suit. I did. A three-piece blazer, vest, pants. To post pictures <gasps> we'll post a picture he looked so handsome <laughs> shout out to your friend wes for suggesting h&m because yeah he got a nice suit yeah because wes was wearing a suit like that at, at the justin butch's yeah. wedding and you asked him i was like hey nice suit where'd you get that he's like h&m yep so we went to h&m casey went to h&m what'd you think it's good to get dressed up every now and then i looked good yeah I think you liked prancing around the dressing room with all those mirrors. You were in there a long time. Because it took a long time to get all that stuff you on. You say that, but I think I had to, what was going on. I had on. like three layers of winter clothes on. I think you were posing, and probably if I got your password and got into your phone, there'd be a ton of selfies of you in your suit in different okay. poses. Yeah. I'm sh I really think that's what you were doing in there. I don't take selfies. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> but it was fun. I just found out about H&M not that long ago, and I've actually been enjoying it. Yeah, I've known about it and never went in there. It's like really, really affordable, but really cute in quality. 
I'm not getting paid at all for H&M. I just love it. Anyway, what are we talking about? All right, let's get back on the agenda here. So, Casey Harper, um, wait, before we do whip from the headlines, I think it's time to say goodbye for the season to the Mental Bears fan segment because... Football, well, the Bears season's over, so right. we don't need to spend any more time on that. How are you feeling about that? I don't care. <laughs> I knew they weren't going to make the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. You know, apathy. On to the next thing. Okay, you're just moving on because apathy can be a form of... Bring on baseball season and the Cubs. All right. Yeah, that'll be... But we're not doing Cub check-ins. We're not going to do that. We can't. No. Just mental bears, fan. We can't... We can't do this again for the Cubs. It's just... We just don't know. We and know. there's too many games. It's so too many long games. the season. We're not doing it. All right, And nobody so wants to hear about it. Thank you our, to our friend Matt for inspiring the mental bears fan segment we're putting it to rest until when does it start again next season what or month never. is that i don't know the like september okay september yeah because your team's not going to the super bowl so yeah we're not. i don't care anymore neither do i <laughs> right. oh, excuse me all right and you have a ripped from the headlines you shared this story with me earlier this week and i said oh this is the ripped from the headlines that all of our listeners are dying to chat about go well i don't know how many people have seen this but um madonna remember her duh yeah well she's like 60 something now she looks and she's dating a 25 year old whoa a backup dancer i mean you and i are very sensitive to the whole older woman thing because i am the older woman in this relationship i am the older person in this relationship and i happen to be a woman (laughs) what yeah but the that age gap between Madonna and this dude is, I mean, is an extra larger than we have the five. age gap between me and, and my mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, she could like pretty much be an early grandma or like a middle mom. You know what I mean? Like she could have had or a late aged mom. It is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like had him. When she was like in her forties, you mean like she? He could be her grandchild, potentially, potentially, or a a son, depending on if she had like a very late pregnancy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because how old's Madonna? She's like sixty-one or something. Yeah, I mean, my mom's just turned sixty-four, and she has a thirty-year-old. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. Her youngest is a, my brother Matt is thirty. Happy birthday, Mom. I hope you don't mind that I just told everyone, our global audience, that you're 64, but you look amazing, Mom. Yeah, she's 60, Love you. She's 61. Okay. And she's dating a 25-year-old. How do you feel about that? I feel like, one, live your best life, have a good time. Two, Madonna does look amazing. Three, it's does just she weird. Look, it's just developmentally how, like, how, I mean, maybe she's super young at heart because she's, if you choose to stay young uh, at heart, you can she stay like young. She like wears grills now, and I mean she's always been out there. Yeah, like, like but, comb bras, love her to death. I mean, I love Madonna. But she's weird. When you're like sixty-one, and what you're supposed to be in an apron in the kitchen baking cookies. No, for but your you grandkids? don't need to be. Do you think like wearing a diamond-plated grill and having your boobs hang out at sixty-one is Are her something? Boobs, how do her boobs look? I don't well, the they're pushed me. up, so I mean, they could. They look good. Just be honest. Do Madonna's boobs look good? Just give us an answer. They're not terrible. <laughs> well, 
Would you enjoy looking at them if you were out and about and you saw them? I don't know, because the photos, they could be touched up, so who knows? Based on the photo you're looking on right now, give us an answer. Go. Um, Boobs no. on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazing. They're like a, I don't know. Mid-range? They're like a 4 or 5. Okay. But in the picture I'm looking at, she also has gold teeth, so it's just not appealing to me. No, not to you, but... And is it really what, appealing to him? Well, he's a backup dancer, so they're both artistic. Right. Does he just not, is he not taking a shot? Does he not think, like, this is my moment, I got my golden ticket, well, didn't Madonna you... said she wants to take care of me, told my dad. And didn't his dad, isn't his dad quoted saying, like, good for you, son, yeah. live your best life. And Madonna telling him that she loves his son and wants to take care of him. Like, it's interesting. Because, yeah. Casey, I'll be honest, there's nothing in me that wants to take care of you. Do I want to be in a relationship with you and love you and do things together and support each other? Yes. But when people start saying, I want to take care of you, that that language, yeah, it goes it's... parental. It goes, it goes a little... I don't know. I think, what and is you... that age gap? 61 and 30? It's like 40 something. 25? What is, yeah, I even think for a man to be dating a woman with that much of an age gap, like an older man dating a younger woman. I think that's, that's a I no. Think, I mean, typically I mean, men do that all the time. I know. And I think they're it's just like less... applauded for it. But what I'm saying is even to me, like if you're in your sixties and you're dating somebody that's in their twenties, you're saying it doesn't matter. Gender has nothing to do with it. For me. No, no. Cause I don't think, it, I think it's just a, Something men have been doing forever, and now Madonna's doing it, and she's getting. I mean, I guess. Although I didn't really read her, anything negative about it. No, it just is. There's a 36 year age gate age gap, and to me, if I were 25, I would really want to be bumping up on some 60 year old. Well, if she looked like Madonna and you were her backup dancer, and you, you nope. thought she was an amazing person, no. 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 Okay, well, if you have opinions on this, love to hear them. I would talk myself out of it, just because it's... it's <laughs> you also said you'd never date anyone with children. I did say that. And now you're with someone who's five years older than you. Yeah. And has children. Yeah. Because... I didn't say anything about dating older than me. True. I never said anything. But I would not date... Like, right now, that would be me dating, like, a 70-something-year-old woman. Like, when what am guy, I going to get out of that other than money? When the guy that Madonna's Hopefully. with, when he turns 30, she'll be, or when he turns 35, she'll be, like, in her 70s. Yeah, getting ready for the home. Wow. Wow. I mean, at what point is it's probably he going to be taking care of her? Yeah, it's probably just publicity, so people like us will talk about it on their That's podcasts. like with Michael Douglas when he was, or they're still married with Catherine Zeta-Jones. He's, like, old as dirt and... He got her like in her prime. Yeah, older men have. I mean, traditionally. That's but to me, that's like, why are you doing that, Catherine Zeta-Jones? There's something. What's about he bringing it? to the table? I mean, sometimes people's souls just connect. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, write on our page, Mental Mom Show, on Facebook, or email us at mentalmomshow at gmail dot com. I'd love to hear what you think about. Age difference in dating. I just think it's it's not appealing to me. No. I mean, if it's only appealing if you're out for money. 
I don't know. Like, would me having to roll around in the sack with Madonna a couple times get her to pay off, like, my debt? Would I do that? Maybe. Oh, Casey Harper. Your true colors are coming out. I mean, that's the only reason I would ever do that. If she was like, if you sleep with me three times, I'll wipe out all of your your financial debt. I'd be like... That's transactional, like a transaction, like... Right, but I'm not saying, okay, not flat out making that as a deal, but what do you think that guy's motives are? You think he really is in love with Madonna? It's possible. In the day, in the world that we live in, you think a 25-year-old is in love with a, what is she worth? I just saw this. Did you really? I don't even know. Sorry about this noise, by the way, while you look that up. Um, I made a little drink for myself. What do you think her net worth is? (laughs) Just, I'll be right back with my drink information. Uh, I would say a billion. No, you're not. It's between 570 to $800 million. Okay. So I'm... It's not like she's in the billionaire's club. <laughs> well, maybe not after, you know, she marries this guy and then he takes all of her money. Uh, I don't think she's going to let that happen. Okay, listen, can I, I tell you about know. my drink? Yeah, what's up with your drink? I made... I found this Tiavana tea. I'm all about the brands today. I'm not doing that on purpose, I swear. <laughs> you can bleep it out, Casey. Yeah, we got corporate sponsorship. Yeah, over the no. Tiavana, it's like hibiscus passion tea with a little bit of cinnamon flavor in it. And then I still had some rum from eggnog that I tried to make over winter break, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I put ice and the tea and the rum, and then I put berries, fresh berries in it, and I thought it would be like one of those fancy places we've been to that we never like. Oh, like a mixology bar? Yeah. We try to like them. We try to be cool. How did we that try to turn like out them. for you? It's way better than the mixology, people. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you figured that out. Yeah, so it's really good, and I'm sorry that it keeps making noise, but, you know, I'm getting hydrated and You're having- so inconsiderate. I know. I'm so weird. Okay, so on to our actual topic. Um, no, this isn't our actual topic. This is back to the when I was in a coma segment. Okay. We've done for, for a while. Uh, this is to catch up new people. Hey, Quebec. We have new listeners in Quebec. Yeah, we do. So cool. And all over. Um, when I was, my kids are six and nine now, but when they were really little babies coming up into toddlerhood and whatnot. There was just like eight years where I just missed everything that anything pop culture. I just didn't know what was going on. Cause I was barely hanging on, um, had some serious depression and anxiety. Also trying to keep my kids, you know, functioning, blah, blah, blah. So, um, the show Silicon Valley, I don't remember when did it start? We just, we're just watching it now, but it came out like, Five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, definitely during the coma. So I thought, like, before we started watching that, I was like, gosh, what am I going to... You know, this whole this whole podcast started out kind of like with me trying to catch up on pop culture and life and things coming out of this coma of having children. And, and then, like, lately I've been like, gosh, I'm really on top of shit. Like, I have an online counseling business, so I, like, know how to use technology to some degree. I know what the Facebook is. I know... Yeah. You know, the stuff, the Google the things. Yeah. Um, I have an iPhone, blah, blah, blah. 
So then we start watching this show, and I'm like, holy shit. Silicon Valley. It's about Silicon Valley, where... <laughs> the Good start. Yeah, thank you. That was riveting. Um, where, you know, the tech startups, Google... Where is Silicon Valley? California. Okay. Well, I know a little bit about it because we did that story on... Silicon Valley. Elizabeth. Oh, the pill pop, or the blood thing? Yes, Theranos. Um, Theranos. Gosh, I can't remember. Yeah. Elizabeth, I think it was her name. I can't remember her name. Talk talks like this. Yes, you used her man voice. Anyway, yeah. that was like tons of episodes ago, but we learned about her company, which was a total scam. But anyway, that was in Silicon Valley, and then we know like Google, yeah. Facebook, Apple. All the Apple. Um, so this is a, a, a show about these nerdy coders these guys who live in what's called an incubator. It's kind of like the, a house, a hostel house. Yeah. Where, and I don't know if this is just in the show or if this is like a thing. I think it's a thing. I think it's a thing too. Uh, that somebody owns the house and then provides space for like these people who have ideas for apps and programs and yeah, stuff they like to get started. Yeah, they take off their rent or a portion of their rent for, in the show he gets... 10% of their of company, their company of, of their idea if it turns into anything yes. for letting them stay in his house. Right. So you've just got amazing yeah. characters. All these guys living together. Just well, all, all these, nerds. All nerds, but such varying personalities. The whole like, show's full of nerds. When people say nerds, it's like, what I love is the breakdown of the nerdery. I don't know if nerdery is a word, but I just it came yeah, to me. Probably yeah. this rum that I'm drinking. Well, it's like a cutthroat world of nerds. It is. You've got coders. You've got programmers. You've got Archit- there's like yeah, computer architects, venture capitalists, venture capital, like all these different um, types of personalities, and it, I love it. It is so good, and it brings up all these social issues too. I actually learned a ton about privacy, internet, ads, all the stuff that goes into it, um, and especially since my counseling business with Keisha, we've been doing so much research on like online marketing and do we do social media marketing do we not like do we hire a company to help us do we just blah 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 there's organic there's non-organic i thought that was fruits and vegetables but really that's really about um you know marketing ploys tactics blah 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 so i've just been really interested and learned a ton and then right when i thought i had like all my anxiety stuff kind of pretty much under control and like no new things have been popping up flaring up lately Fucking robots. Excuse me for saying the F word, but. What about ro- They're everywhere. I didn't know about the capabilities of robots because, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. I've got a lot going on. I can't, I choose what I'm going to read about. And I don't read about technology till lately or learn about it. Okay? okay. Now, you told me, you told me that, so wait, let me just go back. There's an episode where they, this company creates a robot. That looks like a human. Uh-huh. Artificial intelligence. Yes, AI. Yes. I'm learning now. Um, I'd heard the word, I'd heard the phrase like popped around and stuff, but like when you're a mom and you've got little kids and you're building a career and you're just trying to get your kids fed and your makeup on, maybe if it's a good day, you don't have necessarily time to, you have to pick what you, what you learn about or spend time on or listen to. I never picked AI. <laughs> It just wasn't something, and I don't watch the news, really. I just get my information, like, from other sources than, like, TV news or whatever. So 
I missed it. I missed the whole robots thing. And then you told me that, so in this episode, I learned like how the, kind of how it all works. They create this artificial intelligence and it can just kind of learn and then yeah. expand and grow and it's knowledge like so fast. And then you told me, Meg, that's like Terminator. And I'm like, duh, I, Terminator. I never really knew the storyline because I just remembered Arnold dressed up like a Terminator. I'll be back. That was terrible. I'll be back. Was that better? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you said Skynet. And, I, and I'm like, oh. So then, cause, you know, I have three brothers and a dad. And, like, there's – I just don't even remember not knowing about Terminator. But never really got the idea. I don't understand idea. how you didn't get that. Because I probably Cause just Terminator didn't. is, like, way before – your coma oh that's from childhood but i never put it together that it was where the robot came from or how he got his power a robot has to be created yeah you so know, the humans do it i just jumped in on the yeah robots already that's made. the world we're gonna live in meg skynet's gonna take over so eventually just, it's like, listening quick... to us right now and it's gonna it's just i just it's always... the most real movie ever terminator wasn't it weird how it's like terminator 2 so, can you give me a quick bullet point in our listeners, because I know they want to know, too. Of what? Just give me, like, a 30-second synopsis of Terminator, how So, we create machines. Humans create machines. Terminators. Or, they turn, they're not, yeah. Originally, they're not, like, coined like, like, Terminators. Like, Jetsons? Like, well, they're like, like robots, and we create them, and we create all of these, like, you know, pilotless aircraft like my mom's house cleaner that's actually Uh a robot yeah that's um what is that called the The Roomba Roomba. yeah Yeah. so basically in the movie they we've created all of this technology and at some point it becomes self-aware knows what it's doing like introspective and like yeah, it starts like working thinking. their way up the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It like, like starts thinking on its own to self actualization. Uh huh. And we've given it like we've programmed like all of the places around the world in Terminator that have like nuclear weapons and everything are hooked up to computers, right? So when Skynet becomes self aware, it's tapped into all of the computers that like in the world, and then it turns on the humans shoots off all of the nuclear warheads and uh-huh. missiles and everything like that and we have like a nuclear fallout and then it becomes the humans versus the machines and then that's when but they send in the first one the first humans. terminator they send arnold's character back in time to kill sarah connor right because she's going to give birth to john connor who is going to lead the human resistance against the machines and this is why I never follow the storyline because I'm already like zoned out. <laughs> well, uh, so when they all become live, you're gonna die. So no, because I am going to use my skills as um in in all of my faith in humanity and the peace. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring us all together, just like I would with any kind of diversity. Sure, but machines don't think like that. We don't know that we can program them to think that way. Well, yeah, that's why in the second Terminator, Arnold's character he's protecting John Connor, but he's not as advanced as the machine that's hunting John Connor. Well, are, because we'll during sure. all of this, like the machines keep advancing. I think I'm going to start, maybe I'll go into robot psychology. I'm sure that it'll we'll be a have thing. to go out to California. You know how there's some people, therapists for animals now? Like, yeah, I know. 
will have to go to California. Well, you know what? That might be my calling because I'm not going to let the robots take over. We can all work together. I choose. So instead of going on a spiral of anxiety, remember when I was you terrified? You don't have to. Remember when I was terrified about the at, when I, asteroids hitting the, the Earth? And you were like, <laughs> you're like, NASA has a department working on that. We looked it up. I posted it on our Facebook page. Yeah. That helped me so much. I was like, oh, of course, we've got people on this. Yeah, well, that's like Armageddon. Maybe I will be one of the people who brings robots and humans together. Accepting each like, other. Live in like harmony mm-hmm. with robots. machines. Yeah, if if they're gonna Yeah, like like the guy who's doing weird stuff to the robot, he create that he created the yeah. robot on the show and then was doing weird stuff with her. Yes, I do mean like weird stuff and you should watch the show. Well they there are things like I mean, there's dolls like that now. Oh, God. They're not, like, but, yeah, they're animatronic. But there ha- I, I just think there has to be ethics for the robots, too. Like you, the- That's the world we live in. Man. Yeah, and like, I'm, people I'm ready. People build this crazy I'm stuff ready. for I'm ready. ridiculous needs. I am ready to work on ethics in humanity. Oh, look at Star Wars. Robots and humans. Uh-huh. Humanoids, human... Yeah, but Ish. like you know, where Star Wars is in space, like What's the it's difference? no longer on Earth. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Earthers might not exist for at some point. Most, great, more great. Like, put that on the list. Put that on the list. What are you gonna be worried about? I mean, eventually the sun's gonna swallow it up anyway. So either it's we're gonna ruin it, or you're gonna the sun's gonna just take it over. Or we will. Here's Which what I'm choosing will, will to be, believe. A billion something years after you and I are dead anyway, so don't even worry about it. Okay, uh, but I also want to have faith in humanity that we'll figure it out. Sure. The robots and the humans but we won't can be work together. That. You don't think we'll be here when robots start taking over? Well, they've slowly, I mean... What were you saying about like, they shut it down? They shut down... Yeah, they... St- they I think it Who's was they, Facebook and Amazon. One, okay. Two of these big companies, they've, they're developing their own AIs. And they turned them on, and within, like, a matter of, like, minutes, maybe that's even too long, these AIs started communicating through their own language. Like, they created their own language. That fast. That fast. And then we, like, they turned them off. Because even though they're maybe supposed to be picking up boxes and moving them, they start... Well, no, they're out there trying to create, like, a, like... Like human. Human. Like, like that's... Or human-looking yeah. robots. Yeah. Or things to take over jobs. Like there's driving or driverless trucks. Like they're going after the trucking industry where, and that's taking away jobs, but they're trying to make it so. I think we'll just come up with more jobs in different areas because humanity, we always find a way. Sure. Did right. we always. Jeff we're Goldblum. Gonna, yeah. Chaos theory. <laughs> life. What is it? Life. Life finds a way. Mm-hmm. So I've worked through it because at first I'm like, oh, God, I just got rid of the asteroid fear and now I've got robots to worry about. Well, yeah, and I just think, honestly, the rate that all of this is happening, you it's going to be after us. I mean, we can try to pre-plan for it, sure, but I'm, I'm just that's going to be more of these kids down the roads problem. Yeah, it's just a lot to think of. And I like this show because it, it's so funny and it's written so well. Um and it, I, you know, I love learning about culture, like uh, 
I would, I guess I would call that a subculture, like the computer science. Yeah. And, but I, and you know what? I'm probably they're saying. They're a unique part, but they are controlling most of our behavior right now. Yeah, but behavior. I like the guy. Yes, but what I like is how they show the different sides of it. Like, you've got these coder guys who come up with ways to keep, who, who are who are very interested in protecting people's privacy and writing code and stuff to protect people's privacy. And they're yeah. creating the new internet. Because, some are like that. Yeah, yeah, some. But doesn't, I mean, then of course there's the greedy billionaires who who just want to make money and they don't care. They want to collect yeah, all but the data. Yeah, but Zuckerberg, the, for Facebook, I mean, he was a coder. And he... Yeah, but I just have faith in humanity that there will be people who who do the right thing and want... I mean, you can choose to believe otherwise, but I'm believing I'm not in, saying anybody's not going to do the right thing. I'm just saying there's no sense, really, in having anxiety over this because the odds of these these advancements happening within our lifetime i mean it's possible but very unlikely so the best thing we can do is try to like get things in place for the future gen like the girls generation mm -hmm. and leaving like a better earth behind that they actually have something to live on for a while yeah you know? like that's what this whole fight is right now with that's going straws. on with the you say the straws <laughs> yeah and the windmills and you know, everything that is the, the options that are trying to be put in place to help clean up the environment that are, you know, the the devil. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's technology. That's the I world we're in. I refuse this to be a political platform for any political well, the robots, ideology. You know, the robots, that's that's a human being. Maybe the robots thing. could do a better job. Why don't we just put them? Maybe some in of charge. them can for some things. And then they'll just wipe us out like in Terminator. Why do you have to get so negative? See, it's a full circle. See, I'm not negative. Why Why wouldn't you think, gosh, humanity, we've come up with a lot of great things. We only use about 10% of our brains. Hmm, maybe over time we can keep using more and more. Yeah, but we keep coming up with things to make us more lazy. To make us no, do things no. we don't have to do. So we can use our minds to do other things. Create more. Be more innovative. Not spend okay. our time doing the daily tasks. Okay. Spend our time creating, problem solving. Sure, but but why not aren't on there, everything? Aren't there some things that couldn't that be an evolution? Like, couldn't that be like us evolving? I mean, yeah, it is a part of evolving. But our main, it, the main goal for why we create these apps and these systems and these products is to make life easier on ourselves. Well, and I say make life easier in some ways so that I can use my brain in the ways that I want to use it. Okay, but the large majority... How do you know, though? Maybe it could inspire. Maybe it could inspire sure, people. Sure, some people, sure. A small a lot percentage. Of yeah, a small percentage of Why everyone people, on the earth. Why do you have to go with small automatically? Because the masses... Like, think about it in a bigger picture what as a global thing. What I'm saying is the, is the masses. Well, that would be... Okay, but I don't think the masses think like that. Most people want to have their stuff done for them. That's the world we've created that we live in. Like That's why people have trouble communicating in person-to-person and face-to-face situations because I think that's getting better, though. only grown up with screens in front of their faces. I think that's getting better. I don't really run into people anymore that are like very often that don't know how to 
communicate or sure because that's who you attract but that's I, who you bring but to... i am around a lot of different kinds of people okay you're okay you're the type of person that can go out to a public place <laughs> And some random person is going to come up to you and give you their life story. Yeah, that is true. That happens okay. all the time. Well, there's other people that that doesn't happen to, believe it or not. And they don't – Because there's we, other people that don't even go outside because they don't want to communicate because they have so much anxiety that they have to see somebody face-to-face because that's the world that they've lived in. They've never lived in a world like you and I, pre-internet, and now we have internet, mm-hmm. like going outside and playing in the dirt. There's kids these days that won't do that because they've just grown up playing video games. Like, they make a living off of playing video games now. Like, that's a world we've created. Which is innovative in a lot of ways. Yes, but at the same time, it's it's like a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, I'm not saying innovation is terrible and should not happen. But if you look at the scale of it, has it created a more efficient human being? Not that, yet, but or maybe it has. All I know is since all of the new technology I've been using, it has helped streamline our business. For quite your a bit. business, yeah, yeah, work stuff. But I'm saying, and my mom doesn't have to pay, or doesn't have to pay someone to come in and clean her house. She still helps the economy by buying. She's on her third uh, Roomba now for their house. I mean, she has three that are used for different things. Mm-hmm. So. That Which, frees her up to spend more time with her family instead of cleaning. Okay, but doesn't that also take a job away from somebody that makes a business out of cleaning? Yes, that person will find another thing to do. But like what if be, that person, that's all they're capable of? Then they need to f- get some more skills. So it's their fault. That is the world we live in. That's called that's, being a human. You adapt. If you, But no that's more the jobs world we've you. created. It's if, all reliant on technology. So when that technology fails and becomes... Skynet, we don't know what to do. Then you adapt. And you better get some new skills, okay? Okay. I understand what you're saying, but you're not, I don't, I know it what goes you're both saying. ways. I know what you're saying. You're, but the way that you make it so like, they're taking away jobs. Well, what about how many jobs have been created? Am I a huge Amazon? I mean, I order stuff from Amazon. Do I love Jeff? What's his name? I always mess it up. Bezos. I don't, you know, like, I don't know. He's a billionaire who's probably taking over the world whatever i know that that has created a ton of jobs delivery men delivery women uh yeah but you also know that they're delivering packages in some places by drones yes okay and so there will be some other job for humans maybe maybe we can there will always be there's always room for innovation humans are creative naturally yes a lot of us have not tapped into that creativity because we haven't had to. Because exactly. you just go to the factory, go to the factory job. No, go. I don't think it's be- – th- what do you call that then? Like Amazon's created a, a factory job. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm just like, saying there's always going to be jobs. Humans if, – if humans want to be, we're naturally innovative, creative. I know, but some people don't have that skill set, Megan. That's what I'm trying but to there say. There are people who can like, teach them. But there's people – that's a job. There's people that, unfortunately, whether you want to believe it or not, like, they are only set up to succeed in these minimalist situations. Minimalist? Explain what you mean. Like, being a cleaning lady. Okay. Like, being a a factory line worker. Like, that 
unfortunately, that's a sad story, but it's true. Like that's all that they're able to do. Well, so no, they're that's no. not all they're able to do. What? It, but you're. There I'm just saying be, there's people okay, that can't say, comprehend all that. Let's say Mental Mom takes off and we get a whole bunch of sponsors and we start making money, okay? Okay. Why couldn't we start a foundation or an organization that helps teach people whose jobs have, are t- being taken over by robots? We could start a foundation where we teach people new skills. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that. So I'm, I'm just saying there's always a way. I'm going to fight you on it. I'm going to argue with you because there's always an opportunity. There's always a way. Is it, can it be really rough and hard? Yes. But I've, I've had clients, I've had tons of clients who got injured or something drastic happened in their life and they had to make completely different changes in their life. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's no will to overcome. I'm saying people who have high school diplomas, not just, not like super educated people. Did you say there has to be a will? No, I'm not saying that they can't overcome. I'm not saying that they're unable to like adapt but what i'm saying is there's people out there that just can't comprehend skill sets like they come to a certain point am i wrong in saying that i do where their peak is only it's so much i think that's a a sad view of humanity of any it's not a sad i think it's a realistic view okay well maybe that's it casey maybe you're a realist and i'm a visionary well i'm just saying like if and if you ask me like okay so they, the world, so. so if I'm if I was the type of person that okay my job was in radio they take radio away and then, but radio I've worked in radio for like thirty years like that was my skill set and now you're saying you've never learned anything else in radio that you could apply to some other job it's called transferable skills okay I think Casey's mad at me because I no, just won this I, argument I just don't I yeah there's always well, do you want to see people as victims? Or I'm not seeing see people, people as victims. I'm trying to relate that some people, yeah, they're victims. There are other people that they don't have, unfortunately, the capacity like you. I'm not talking about me. Or me or somebody I'm else that somebody... can learn skills like that. I'm saying someone who's, who's not super educated, just has a high school diploma, let's say. And maybe that's all that they can get. There's always an option. Okay. And our foundation that we're going to start someday is going to teach, can teach people that kind of stuff. We've talked about that, helping people with career, you and I. Okay. So what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say, you're right, Casey, there is going to be a group of people who are going to suffer because of robots. Is that what, is that what you want? I just want, like, there's a realistic view. Yeah, you can say, hey, you need to adapt or you're going to die, basically. Like, that's what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> but there are people, I'm just saying, that are out there that they don't have it in them. Like, this is what they've known. This is, they are where they're at. And maybe that's a terrible, shitty thing to say. It's not but terrible and shitty. It's just a certain viewpoint of humanity that I don't think is everybody's like that. But that's, like, when you're talking about this stuff i just think that's something to keep in mind like not everybody can just drop what they're doing and go do this and i'm not like, talking as about m- dropping i'm not saying it's not going to be a hard path or that there's not going to be growing pains with it but i'm saying well you're everybody knows what i'm saying and everybody knows what you're saying so we don't agree that's okay okay but what 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 would make you feel better what do you want me to like 
say or feel or think. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I just... I understand that there's going to be a group of people who sadly may not choose to learn new skills. There's, there's... But that's like, how about this? Like, because we've advanced so much with technology as the human race has, mm-hmm. like, it isn't until the last 20 years or so all of this anxiety stuff has been happening. But that's like, not true. But well, what are you basing it's that been, on? It's been more apparent because we've, like, drawn attention to it. But, like, why do you think part of people being so anxious is because like dealing with people is because they don't have to anymore. Well, and lack of sunlight, lack of going outside, right. all that Which stuff. Which is all due to the fact of these innovations that we've created. Right. So we make new innovations to deal with it, to counterbalance it. To get it. people, okay, how, like make people go outside and actually talk to people. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like as a, as a coach, as a counselor, that's, those are skills I work with on people, social skills. So they might look different now. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to change with the times. Like, I had a ton of sessions I wasn't expecting to have about um, online dating. You know, that was a thing. Like, yeah, that I didn't learn that in grad school. I didn't learn how, about how to counsel someone on online dating, but I had to learn it. It was a learning curve, a whole yeah. new thing I had well, to I learn. Well, I think we're saying the same thing. I, I'm just saying with where we're at right now, and all the stuff we've created and the positions it's put us in, mm-hmm. like, that's also created a type of human. Yes. That... A vitamin D deficient... Super uh, anxious person. Socially... Awkward. Struggling socially. Yeah, not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... That's totally I, My argument to that is, I'm just saying, is... I think there's a, mo- a larger majority of those people now than there have been because we are advancing technologically. So I would say that that's probably true. That is true. I've seen it, like, in my practice. and But also that is something that we can absolutely remedy in our society. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, in elementary schools now, you know what they're focusing on big time? Um, social, emotional like teaching social emotional from preschool into elementary school they are teaching so much more of this at school because a school counselor at my daughter's old school told me families aren't playing games board games like they used to they're not interacting like they used to but guess what as a society it's been recognized so in the school system and in like my profession we're focused on that stuff social emotional so in the school system instead of being you know strictly academic focused they're spending more time on social emotional. So in my job as like in my profession is to help parents and adults better themselves in those areas. Well, I see why you agree with that because that's creating your job. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, so if, you know what? If it weren't for things that we've created. Do you know what I need now? Because I'm working online and I don't have to pay rent for an office because I'm doing mostly virtual I need to hire a virtual assistant. I need to hire an assistant to help me. Sure. Well, you know what? You don't have to have any kind of degree. You don't have to have any major skill set other than some basic computer knowledge. I need someone to help me with check my email. Do all these these things. They're not highly skilled things. Okay. Someone. It's a digital secretary. It's the same thing. That's that that person just knows how to use a computer instead of write stuff out on paper. 
Right, but I'm saying, so, did you know that that is like a huge growing industry now, virtual assistants? So I can hire someone anywhere in the country, or globally if I want to, but you know, I'd probably choose to stay in our country. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole new job, type of job that opens up. And it's not like, it's not even as taxing as like an administrative assistant who has to work nine to five. Because it's an online industry and it's contract work, they can set their own schedule. So it's, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we're always going to have new opportunities. Okay. You're done. I'm not. He's done. Wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. He's done. You know what? I think we're going to have to save our topic, our original topic for our next episode. Because how long has it been? Yeah, we're in there. What are we, 40 minutes? It's like 45. (laughs) Well, that's actually perfect because I I lightly touched on social-emotional development. Mm -hmm. And you were going to talk about the good times we had over um, winter break with the six-year-old. There's some behaviors, some... Okay. Um, and I have some stuff for you on social-emotional development and six-year-olds, and so we'll just save it for our next episode. It kind of ties right in, doesn't it? Fine. You know what I love? Casey's smiling right now, by the way. What? That we can have these conversations, and no one's mad. Are you mad? No. I'm, I'm not, not either. Mad. I enjoy that. I, I really appreciate that you and I can have these kinds of conversations, have different opinions. No one's yelling at each other. I respect you. Just wait till we turn the microphone And then off. he's going to start. No. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, but I, I think that people need to talk about this stuff. We need to talk about it. And it's okay if we don't have the same opinion. Yeah. I still love you at the end of the day. And I think you've gotten a few points from me. I've gotten a few points from you. And Right. I think this stuff is trying to be talked about right now. Part of the problem why it's not as in the forefront, I guess, of conversation, because I feel like you kind of have to dig to get these thoughts out. To talk to, to talk about it with people? Yeah, is because it's, like, with your ideas of, like, all right, we're going to innovate, we're going to create these new things, and that's a natural everybody's thing. just going to have to deal with it. Well, like, that's where we're at right now, is we're trying to get people to deal with it, and they're the pushback on it is like super intense. Like I'm all for it. Like who's pushing back? Well, that's the thing. Like when you try to, with the ne- the upcoming people running and everything, you know, it's like one half wants to move to be greener and cleaner mm-hmm. and have a, like what you say, a better earth, you know? And the other half is like, no, we're going to do what we've been doing the last however hundreds of years and like you're talking about innovating and creating more efficient things Mm -hmm. like that's what's trying to happen right now yeah and and it's just it's gonna be a process that's where we're at yeah that's why if we do start small you know in our schools in our homes in our communities right but and teaching that's only gonna go so far yeah, but, like, our kids are learning STEM. They're really focused on, which I think it's STEAM now, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. It was STEM. They added an A for arts. Um, but these, our kids are going to, kids of the elementary school kids right now, mm-hmm. they're going to learn. They're going to grow. They're going to figure all this out. I feel like I'm trying to create 
a very creative home environment where my kids are allowed to use technology, they're allowed to explore, they're allowed to create, you know, you know, the girls are making things in boxes, box houses one minute, and then they're drawing on their computers, their tablets the next minute. Right. And part of my theory with that, well, I didn't come up with it, but my gut reaction as a parent is, yes, be creative, innovate, think, use your brain. And I'm keeping a lot of the stuff they're making because I want to show them when they're older and if they get, they forget, you know, look what you made, look what you did. Yeah. You can do that again. You know, I just think we just have to focus on creativity and innovation in our homes. We can start there. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying too. I do. Okay. I really do. I I heard you. I hear you. And we both have a counterpoint for each thing. Yeah. And I'm right and you're wrong, but you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, I was just saying I'll that for fun. Go back to my corner and be quiet. Oh, stop it, Mr. Victim. Ugh. I'm such a victim. Don't be a victim. Be the change you want to see in the world. Michael Jackson say that? Gandhi. Oh. I think. I'll double check. He was Gandhi. <laughs> okay, so everyone, thank you for hearing us out on that conversation. If we're talking about it, I'm guessing you probably thought about it too if you're listening to our show because we have thinkers who listen to our show. Even though we uh, don't necessarily solve world hunger and, you know, I don't know. We at least. Terminator's going to happen. It's all a matter of. Skynet has happened, okay? But luckily we had that movie and now we, we have like, we have some ideas. We can learn from that movie. Oh. I have to watch it again. <laughs> you don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Casey Harper. We will f- we will talk about our six-year-old child development funny stories At next a different day. session. Next session. Next, next session? Episode. Oh, are you charging me for this? <laughs> I'm doing my Jedi oh, mind thanks. tricks on you. <laughs> okay. 120? 120. For the session? Oh, <laughs> I'll give you a little discount. You're going to bill me? I'm going to bill you. No, how lucky are you, though, to get to live with this knowledge oh, yeah. base that, Let me tell you guys that I am? How awesome it is. Especially when I'm like analyzing you and to like. live on a permanent couch. <laughs> okay, Casey Harper, take us out. Well, welcome back <laughs> to the new year. That was great, wasn't it? It's totally unplanned. Um, we talked about a lot of things. As always, we appreciate your listening and we would like you to. Rate, subscribe, review. Everyone knows the things. Um, all those things. Find us on all the major outlets of podcasting. We're there. Uh, we will be back at some point. Not putting specific days down. It should be next week, guys. Um, not to be needy, but I would love an email or a message on the Facebook page about any of this conversation today. Yes. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you could review us. I hate asking. I did say that. You already said that. Sorry, I'm just double asking. Why don't I just get back in my... I'll just... I'll calm down. So, yes. Please. Like, rate, review, subscribe to our channel. It means a lot. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Everybody that listens. And all of the input. Good or bad. It means a lot. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Baby, where have you been? Never
Everybody says that you're moving again. I don't wanna 